Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And I am so excited today. I know I say that every time, but this is the first program of the year for 2020. Anybody else hear Barbara Walters' voice every time we say that? Um, But it is 2020. It's the first program of the year, and it's one of my most favorite people in the world. You can't ask for a better program. So please join me in welcoming the ever-popular, the extremely knowledgeable, the best dude in the world, Brian Basilico, to our program today. Who are you having on? I know, I know. <laughs> Just nod. <laughs> nod a lot. Oh, except we're on podcasts. That won't work. You have to speak. <laughs> so clearly, Brian and I like each other. So we're going to have a, a lot of fun with this. I am in a mastermind group that Brian um, manages. I love it. It's a great group. You know, can't say enough about mastermind groups in general, but Brian's is is definitely one that is is spectacular. But, you know, even though we've had Brian on several times, and we like to think he's world-renowned, I probably should read his bio. So let me tell folks just a little bit about you, Brian, before we jump into this. Sure enough. So Brian Basilico is an award-winning author of the best-selling book, hold it up, please, It's Not About You, It's About Bacon, Relationship Marketing in a Social Media World. He was honored as one of the top marketers to follow in 2018. Brian is an online marketing strategist who brings over 40 years of marketing experience to his award-winning internet marketing company, B2B Interactive Marketing, Inc. Brian was one of the first 1,000 people on LinkedIn way back in 2004 and is a syndicated blogger, podcaster, and sought-after guest expert featured in Entrepreneur and Inc. magazines. His show, The Bacon Podcast, on iTunes was also voted one of Inc. Magazine's top 35 business podcasts. So again, Brian, welcome. Well, Deb, happy new year to you and happy 2020 and all that kind of fun stuff. All these changes, all of these various things, you know, and, and obviously you are a marketing expert, an online marketing expert. And so let's just really jump into this because we talked about this in our, Mm -hmm. our mastermind call earlier this week. And that's what the heck is going to happen with Facebook? You know, we've all, you know, you know, if we aren't already doing it, we've been told you must promote your business on Facebook. And I say that in the voice because, you know, it's, it's the, the, the wisdom from on high. But it really is a platform that we've used a lot. But has it outlived its usefulness? You know, what the heck? So what do you think about Facebook and where are we going this year with it? Well, I think part of the, let, let's kind of step back because I want to jump into that, but I also want to lay a little foundational okay. stuff. Those, you know, not everybody has heard all of our shows. So um, if you run a business, one of the biggest things I know you preach this, I preach this, you need to own your space, mm-hmm. all right? Which means 
that if you're going to market your business, you need to have a home base to market from. A lot of people say, I don't need that. I can use ClickFunnels. I can use Facebook. I can use LinkedIn. I can use all these other tools. But herein lies the problem. There are one of two places. They're either places that you pay for, mm -hmm. which means like ClickFunnels, which is, I don't know what it is. It used to be $99 a month. Mm -hmm. I haven't done it in a while, but you know, still it's a hundred bucks a month to do mm -hmm. ClickFunnels, which is kind of a website, but kind of not. And then you've got Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat and TikTok and whatever the biggest thing is this year. Those are generally all free. Right. Right. So here lies the problem. When you stop paying ClickFunnels, all of your content, all of everything you have mm -hmm. goes away. Right. And there's no way to take that and back it up and use it again. Ooh. Because it's all in a particular platform mm -hmm. that only works on ClickFunnels. Mm -hmm. where if you do something in WordPress, mm -hmm. that's something that you can actually make a copy of and move it to another mm -hmm. web server so that you can portal, you, you can basically port it other places right. just in case, you know, your, um, your host goes down, mm -hmm. your domain crashes. I mean, any of those kind of things, you have a way of working it. When we take a look at the social media side of things, there's this one graphic that I, I put up a lot when I'm giving presentations, and it's two pigs in a barn. And the one pig says, hey, isn't this place great, man? They feed us for nothing. The other one says, yeah, we get to stay for free. And at the bottom, it says, Facebook, if you're not paying for it, you are the product being sold, mm -hmm. right? So you, what's happened over the course of the years, and, and I'm working on a new book this year. It doesn't have a title, um, but I am actually starting to you know, kind of get it together. I've got a handful of titles I've been working on, uh, something like Wide Net Small Fish H2H, which stands for Human to Human. It's, but basically what it's about is um, it's how I think 2020 is actually going to be a year we have to get back to more basics. Mm -hmm. And I think now, now we can get to the Facebook side of things. And the Facebook side of things is this. When Facebook first started, everybody jumped on because they wanted to talk to their friends. I mean, my high school and college kids were telling me, have you heard of the book of face? And it's like, no, right. I have, I've heard of the space of my, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and it's like, no, but the book of face is where college kids get together. You know, that's how it all works. And then, uh, so, so I jumped on Facebook, I think it was like 2006, eight, something like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, because they prompted me and I jumped on and it's like, hey, all your friends are here. The first day I was on, I forgot to mute my phone. Oh, no. At, and it went, -ping, 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 oh, yeah. And I was at a band rehearsal at church, you know, and all of a sudden my phone is just like, I, I'm like, dude, your butt's moving because, right. it's, you know. It's, and they were it's, all asking you to play Farmville. Exactly. I, I think the first message I ever got on Facebook, somebody was asking me for a machine gun. And I'm like, what have I gotten myself involved right. in? <laughs> Yeah, but that was it. I mean, everybody was jumping on board and joining mm -hmm. and friending everybody mm -hmm. and you get friend requests and you never turn anybody down. It's right. Like, you know, what do you mean first, I don't know them? Right. First day I had 100 friends mm -hmm. and it was like, you know, wow, 100 friends. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I have 100 friends. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> in actuality, um, there's a thing that I learned when I was giving a, uh, I was teaching a college course uh, via Skype and one of the kids asked me, um, what do you think of Dunbar's number? And I said, I don't know. Let me look that up. I have to go to the Google machine. So I looked mm -hmm. it up. And what Dunbar's number stands for is he's actually an anthropolog uh, uh, anthropologist. And he talks about how the average human being can maintain about 150 relationships. Mm -hmm. 
And that's very true when right. it comes to a tribal nature. Mm -hmm. You know, in other words, that was there, you know, your your town or your tribe or things, you know, that was a one-on-one -on -one relationship. Mm -hmm. And social media, I mean, I don't know about you, I got 3,000 followers on this mm -hmm. platform, 6,000 on this one, 10,000 on that. You know, it's, it's, you're not maintaining relationships, you're right. having connections with mm -hmm. And so, and most of those are pretty shaky at best. At best, right? Yeah, at best. And so, you know, what it was is everybody felt like, um, you know, they were playing Pokemon. It's like collect mm -hmm. as many friends as you can, and when you hit the five hundred mark, all of a sudden you win a prize. You don't win mm -hmm. anything, of course. And so that was the you know the initial thing with Facebook. And then they said, hey, we've got this new thing. It's called business pages. Get your business up there. Right. Put your you don't need a website. Right. You just go up there and put up your business page and you can share with the world on Facebook about your business and everybody did it, right? You and know, it's, it's free. free. It's right. free. Mm -hmm. It's free. And you put it up there and you post something and lo and behold, people would call you and you'd get, you know, wow, this is amazing. It's like I get to put this up there and there's a huge audience and they're seeing my stuff. And then all of a sudden, slowly but surely, they started to tighten the belt and mm -hmm. bring it down a little bit. And it went from maybe 20% of your friends to seeing it to 10% of your friends seeing it to 2% of your friends seeing it now 0.05%. Right. Because okay. then they said, hey, right. <laughs> hey, you want to? I love that. I love it. So if you want your friends and the people to see this, all you got to do is boost posts. Mm -hmm. And it's not much. It's not going to cost you much. No, it's five bucks. Mm -hmm. You know, five bucks. And all of a sudden you can boost and it will be seen by 2,000 people, right? Yes. You know, mm -hmm. so you boost it. Now here in lies the problem. Uh, boosting a post is basically turning it into a black hole. Mm -hmm. And what do I mean by a black hole? What I mean is you boost a post it gets seen by people and the only action they can take unless you decide to dig deeper and go into the full ad mode is it'll take them back to like your page. Mm -hmm. So all you're doing is getting more people to like your page who won't see it because only 0.6% right. of the people see it. So then you have to boost a post in order mm -hmm. to get those people to see it and they may see it and they may not see it. Mm -hmm. and more people may like it, but you're constantly into this black hole of getting people mm -hmm. into likes where they're not taking any action. And, and, you know, and that, that a lot of people think that just having a page and boosting it is enough and getting likes mm -hmm. is enough to get somebody to actually hand you money and create business and it doesn't work that way. So that's, you know, that's kind of the, what I call the renaissance mm -hmm. of, of where, you know, Facebook and social media was. Right. Well, now here we are at the, uh, we've gone beyond the renaissance into the dark ages, mm -hmm. okay? And the dark ages, uh, what this is now is, here we are sitting at 2020. And um, aside from the fact that, you know, this is a leap year, um, and it's an election year, and it's the beginning of a new decade, the middle one is probably the most important one, and it's not because we're all political people, mm -hmm. But because one of the things that um, Mark Zuckerberg announced at a speech that he gave, I believe it was at um, Harvard or something like that, it was, but it was at a college and he was talking about this. And he said in the middle of the speech, he said, I don't think you want your social media company determining what's true and what's not. Right. And I, you know what, you sit there on, on the surface, you go, you know, you're right. I don't want I'm, you. I'm a, I'm a reasonable adult. I should be able to make those decisions. Right, exactly, <clears throat> which is absolutely true. But 
he wasn't talking about the ability to think and have free speech. What he was really talking about was the ability to advertise. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. So the FEC is, I think it's the FEC or something like that. I work with a lot of medical companies out of Boston. Uh, So lots of acronyms. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The wicked had car, you know, know, they go pack their cab out of yard and stuff like that. But these guys from Boston, um, you cannot go on Google and post anything anything with any medical claims. All right. So you cannot go and say you will lose weight if you take this diet pill. That right. is against regulation. Mm-hmm. Um, and on Facebook, you supposedly cannot do that. But there's a big difference between Google and Facebook. Mm-hmm. Google is an open system that anybody can access. Mm-hmm. Facebook is not an open right. system. You have to be a member of Facebook. Right. Right. Just like Twitter, just like LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people can see some tweets. They can't see everything. Mm-hmm. But the the bottom line with that is because it is a closed network. If somebody wants to go in and say, um, this pill will cure cancer. If somebody got wind, you know, the whole point is you can't sell anything directly inside of Facebook. I mean, mm-hmm. you can, but the, the transactions I, they, are it, going. It, they tried and it didn't work. I mean, that was one it. of those those things right. that, yeah. Mm-hmm. the transaction is going to have to jump ship. You know, mm-hmm. it's going to have to go into the real world. So you can claim that this pill mm-hmm. cures cancer, but the minute you go sell it outside of Facebook, now you're under FEC or right. SEC. And or that's where you've got to have your legal, you know, Mumbo whatever. Jumbo. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's essentially where, you know, um, you, you'll get nailed and, mm-hmm. and that's a lie. But inside of Facebook, you can say anything you want. Right. So you could say, you know, this pill will make you beautiful. It will get you all the dates that you want. It'll do all these other things. Well, you could also go on Facebook as a political candidate and Mm -hmm. say, you know, that um, so-and-so was kidnapping kids and keeping them in the bottom of a a pizza Mm -hmm. kitchen, you know, and that aliens are now taking over the inner, Mm -hmm. you know, inner workings of um, Blockbuster. So Blockbuster is coming back, but it'll all be aliens who are running Blockbuster and they're going to reprogram your brain Mm -hmm. with these very, very detailed memories of who you used to be so that you will now think that you're Zorg, the the sun god of of neverthing. And and you could you could go on, you know, with these like really weird kind of whatever you want to do and you could advertise to that. Mm -hmm. You could pay to it all day Mm -hmm. long. You could lie through your eye Mm -hmm. teeth and pay for these things. What it does is two things. Number one, um, it's an echo chamber. Mm-hmm. If you believe in conspiracy theories and that conspiracy theory matches your belief pattern, you're going to say, look at this and you're going to take it and right. you're going to share it. Mm-hmm. Right. That's one of the With whole your purpose. other friends who believe in conspiracy theories. Right. Right. If you, if you're a trutherism and you're one of those people that I am, look at me, I've got a big T on my chest. I am fighting for truth, you know, and you're going to go out there and you're going to try to disprove those conspiracy theories, you know, you'll go find something that matches your echo chamber and says, look, this says that that is false. And the other people say, no, this is true. And they go head to head to head with each other all the time. And then that's one of the things that social media has done is allows people to amplify whatever Mm -hmm. message they want. Um, But what it also does is it creates doubt. Right. In what truth. Yeah. Because then you are thinking, well, well, yeah, what is true, the, you know, that sounds a little off, but because Brian said it, it must be true. 
Right. Maybe. Exactly. Maybe. <laughs> right. Well, some people will say, cause Brian said it would be true. And the other people would say, I'd never buy anything from Brian ever because mm-hmm. the guy's a whack job. Um, but so what it's doing is it's creating an atmosphere of basically, you know, lack of trust, mm-hmm. some false narratives, and basically it's a waste of time. People going right. down, you know, the rabbit hole of trying to figure out whether it's true or not. And, you know, people are going to get bored with that. But here's the reality. If you're putting your business, you know, into that mixer, mm-hmm. okay, you've already got it into the, the blender, the blender's going and you throw your business into that mixer, you're going to have to work five times as hard to prove your claims right. that you know what you're talking about, mm-hmm. you know, that what you're selling is legit. Mm-hmm. Right. That's not a scam, right. you know? Yeah. It's, it's almost like there's an automatic assumption now that it can't be true. It can't be right. And it was funny, as you were talking about this, I had a flash of inspiration. You know, I might've had my quota for the whole year now. So <laughs> man, I don't know. It, it's like, it, I, it, if you would have been, an, or, you know, still are, I guess, an advertiser in the National Enquirer. Right. You know, or something like that, that, that puts things out there or the onion, the onion would be a great example because, you know, have one small people believe the onion's real, but you know, so, but when you're an advertiser, you've tied yourself to, to that. And so people automatically are thinking, well, wait a minute, can we believe it or not? Um, you know, it's just like if you hang, you know, we've all heard we're the sum of the five people we spend the most time with. Well, if mm-hmm. you hang out with five people who aren't truthful, who, you know, like to, to, to do, you know, maybe smoke, drink, do whatever. Even if you don't do that, you have tainted your own self with that brush. Mm-hmm. And, and that is, you know, that's exactly what we're talking about with people now. You know, we look at things we see on Facebook and go, really? Now, healthy skepticism is good. We should always, yeah. you, know, there's, you know, we should always think, is that going to cure my cat? You know, or, or whatever it is. But at the same point, if people are automatically going into it thinking there's something wrong, well, is that where you want to be doing business? Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, going back to your example, which I think is a great example. Um, you may use that. Thank you. I, I, might, <laughs> I, might, I might repurpose it. That's it. That's um, it. But one of the things that happened before, and this dates back to, you know, before the internet, you'd go to the grocery store and in line you would see, you know, you'd have the magazine section Mm -hmm. in one section of the grocery store. And then at the checkout, you would have the Globe and the Inquirer Mm -hmm. and, you know, People Magazine and things of that nature that you knew were basically, you knew which ones were the... Mm -hmm. You know, fake news. The or gossip the, rags, wasn't that? Right. What they, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gossip rags mm-hmm. or whatever they are. You know, I mean, the, the you know, the alien baby stuff mm-hmm. that you just sit there. And Elvis is alive, yeah. Right, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. You know, you kind of knew it was it was fun to read, but you mm-hmm. also knew it didn't have any right. ounce of truth to it. And, and the other stuff, the newspapers, they were kind of separated. Well, now, mm-hmm. because of the environment that we're in, it's it's really hard to tell where that line begins and ends. Mm -hmm. And so no longer, now you're going to have, you know, whatever newspaper you like to read right next to the Inquirer and both of them look and feel and smell the same. You can't tell Mm -hmm. in this, in this environment of news today, it's very different. So again, getting back to, you know, the, the business side of things is where do you want to place your information and how do you create Mm -hmm. trust Mm -hmm. by placing that information? Mm -hmm. That's the key. Right. 
Because it's that whole no like, trust, buy. Right. Exactly. So that that becomes the new challenge, I think, mm-hmm. is that social media, even though I'm not anti-social media, mm-hmm. you still will get some people that will act on it the right way mm-hmm. and end up right. back at your stuff. And, and no, the, the people that know, like, and trust you, you still will get those people mm-hmm. to probably click on things. But trying to attract new people to get to know, like, and trust you, mm-hmm. the mountain has just gotten a little steeper, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Yeah. And... And, and, and we're definitely not saying, no, no, don't, don't use Facebook. You know, right. it's, and, and I always tell people it is just another tool that right. you should be using for marketing. Um, but, you know, and, and we, t- you know, as I said, we talked about this earlier in our mastermind, this group. And one of the things, you know, that, that we talked about was the fact that, you know, for f- specific things, People may still very well go there. You know, maybe right. it's a group. You know, we, I, our dog show group. You know, we have a national beagle show every year. We have a specific group for Facebook mm-hmm. that, you know, that's where we give information. Of course, we're always referring people to the website. Um, and because, you know, a lot of times you're taking reservations, all those various things. And, and it's, it is static. You know, I don't have to try and look down through 500 Facebook posts to find, okay, now what day does this event happen on? Um, you know, and, and so that, that's a captured audience. And, and I certainly have some clients who have their captured audience. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in general, I think, and, you know, and, and it comes back to what we were saying, you know, people are, people, you know, here's, here's the anecdotally thing, are getting tired of Facebook. You know, I, I actually heard on the radio the other day that Facebook's growth which has always just gone, has started to come down. Mm-hmm. You know, now there are other platforms that are out there, but I think people really are getting tired of seeing you know, some of that. I mean, I saw posts this morning and I'm thinking, people, you can't believe that, can you? Um, you, know, and, oh, yeah. and, you know, and and of course, that's the other problem is sometimes they're just sharing. You know, they're not saying, oh, I believe that, you know, this, the, that Elvis is alive. They just thought, oh, this is a cool article. I'm going to share it. So they're not having that dialogue, you know, and, and all of those various things. But, mm-hmm. yeah, we look at it and go, Ugh. And so when I've gone, Ugh, one too many times, Facebook goes off. So then it's not going to matter if right. the business I like is advertising or any of those things. I'm going to something else. Now, mm-hmm. I still might capture somebody there. But, yeah, I mean, it's... It's really going to be interesting, especially especially with things like Twitter saying, yes, we can filter that stuff out. Mm-hmm. And, and Facebook saying, oh, that's kind of hard. We don't want to do that. Um, you know, and, and, and I want to be able to say what I want to say. I mean, you know, that's the other thing, too. Now, I never post anything that's controversial or anything like that, but I want to know I can. And right. that is, of course, what Facebook is banking on, is people want that freedom to say, what they want to say, as long as, you know, it's not illegal. So it's not slander, libel, whichever one of those, you know, but there, again, it comes back to, they're not going to police it. You can click the little button that says fake news or, or whatever it is. And then, then they might investigate or they might not, but by then the damage is done. You know, mm-hmm. two people, four people, 4,000 have already seen it, you know, right. and, 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 and so, you know, if we are trending, away from Facebook, now everybody's going, okay, we've been doing Facebook for years. <sighs> now what am I supposed to do? Well, before we jump into the what's next, let's, let's examine a couple of quick things and then we'll kind of dig further onto that. One of the things about the, the things that people share, we call it clickbait. 
-hmm. okay? There are two major components to clickbait. One is a headline that emotionally, mm -hmm. you know, resonates with you no right. matter what it is. Um, that is probably the most important thing. The second thing is, does the picture mm -hmm. match the emotion of the headline? Mm -hmm. It's not the other way around. You don't have a picture and you write, right. a, you know, a headline to the pictures. The headline should match the picture. Mm -hmm. Um, in other words, yeah, the headline is the most important thing because that's the thing that gets people to share it. Now here, here lies the biggest problem mm -hmm. is most people, when they click, you know, it, let's just say, you know, Deb Creer, uh, found the secret to making $20 million a day. All right. So I, you put that up there and I put a picture of you sitting next to a pile of money. All right. Mm -hmm. So it matches. It just shows you. Right you know, making $20 million mm -hmm. a day. You click on that button and it ends up on an article for a pharmaceutical company's um, new drug that mm -hmm. they just got that you can invest in and right. do all these other things, okay? That is so completely disingenuous mm -hmm. to what the initial thing was, is like, I want to learn from Deb how to make $20 million, not I want to see Deb's face on something mm -hmm. that's about investing in pharmaceuticals. And that, that's the way that a lot of this stuff works mm -hmm. is they, they tease you with a headline that means nothing about it. Right. One of the, one of the greatest tools at our fingertips is focus groups. I mean, mm -hmm. we talk about this all the time and I, I know if you've ever saw the movie, um, vice, mm -hmm. it's, it's a great movie with, uh, it's about Dick Cheney and, mm -hmm. um, those kind of things. But at the end of the movie, they're doing this focus group. And the focus group talks about, um, they're talking about the difference between inheritance tax and death tax. Mm. And they showed how, um, you know, if we call it a death tax, people are going to hate it. Oh, yeah. We don't want right? to die. No, you don't want to pay taxes mm. on dying. You pay taxes when you're living and they're going to tax you when you're dead. We're going to call it a death tax. You mm -hmm. know, it's like, um, so there, it's basically taking something and either demonizing it or softening it up, you mm -hmm. know, and making it sound even better. Right. You know, so it's like, it's a, um, you know, it's a middle-class tax cut. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, it does. Uh, so in other words, you are middle-class. Right. And you. So you're are, going to have a tax cut. Right. You're going to have a tax cut. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they tell you, you know, and again, I'm not trying to be political, but, you know, the middle-class maybe gets, uh, you know, a, a breadcrumb. Mm-hmm. And yeah, a the, cut doesn't have to be gigantic. Right, right. And then, you know, and then the person, you know, somebody else is getting the whole bag of cookies where mm -hmm. you just get a crumb, mm -hmm. you know, so that, that's essentially what it boils down to. So it's, it's this, you know, spinning things and putting things in certain ways mm -hmm. that, you know, what it really boils down to trust is really straightforward and simple. Trust has to be earned. It takes mm -hmm. time and all the clickbait and all the other stuff in the world mm -hmm. is not going to work. So now and it can go just like that. Oh, yeah, it can. And it can turn on you, too, mm -hmm. because, I mean, we've seen companies try it and, and it absolutely fail. Mm -hmm. um, actually do more damage than good. Mm -hmm. so, when, so when you sit down and you start thinking about that, I mean, that's the tactics that people are starting to use mm -hmm. for the quick attraction, the quick clicks, all those kind of things. Now we go into what other platforms can we use? The, the bottom line is, where is your clientele right. hanging out? Right. That's all it boils down to. So if they're still on Facebook, well, yeah, then that's where you need to be for now. Right. Yeah. So the key thing is if you're on Facebook and like you said, you have groups, you have a mm -hmm. business page, there's nothing wrong with mm -hmm. boosting, you know, ads your, to your business page, especially mm -hmm. like if you're doing an event. 
Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing right. wrong with putting mm-hmm. up an event and paying for advertising mm-hmm. for that. There's nothing wrong with, um, you know, if you're having a special sale or something and you have a physical location, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. You know, attracting people to, to use it, it still has, people are still mm-hmm. on the platform. Right. The thing I'm trying to say is make sure whatever you do, don't fall into these formulaic things. Make mm-hmm. it straightforward and simple and talk to people the way you would talk to people mm-hmm. in real life. Right. As opposed to trying to create this alternative reality. Mm-hmm. And that's why I went through that big, you know, gyration. Now, so so Facebook, if you're dealing business to consumer, it is still the place to be. Mm-hmm. If you're in the B2B space, I'm a big fan of LinkedIn mm-hmm. for numerous reasons. Um, number one, it, it truly is just a B2B platform. Mm-hmm. Right. The other thing that I found in, inside of LinkedIn, which is really important, if you're doing B2B, which is mm-hmm. business to business, you mm-hmm. know, it could be um, that you sell, you know, you could sell either toilet papers to consumers or you could sell toilet papers to, you know, large corporations where they buy in bulk. You know, it's mm-hmm. the same product, but it's still business to business. Mm-hmm. There's a difference in, in the mindset of people buying from a consumer standpoint and a business standpoint. Right. And, and the really simple thing is, is one is to basically to clean crap up. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, it's like, I need to solve a problem. I have this blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. In a business world, it's more about, I want to avoid crap happening. In other words, don't get me fired. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's really what it boils mm-hmm. down to is I need to fix problem. Please don't get me fired. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you start looking at those two platforms, you know, the B2B world, you can't take consumer stuff from Facebook and just immediately throw it. That's where a lot of people mm-hmm. make a mistake is right. they say, okay, I'm just going to take what I do on it's working mm-hmm. on Facebook. I'm going to bring it over to LinkedIn mm-hmm. and then there. And now all of a sudden you start to get people who are self monitoring mm-hmm. inside of LinkedIn. I had a friend who I was in the networking group and he went in there and did a political post. Oh, and on LinkedIn? On LinkedIn. And immediately people started dive bombing that mm-hmm. thing and just going, dude, this is not platform. Right. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Right. He did it again. Uh-oh. Guess what? Got reported. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because no. it's, not, it's not the place. Right. And, you know, and every once in a while, it, it does make sense. You know, I've, I've had people who've said, I was a volunteer for a campaign. Should mm-hmm. I put that in my bio? Right. And I tell them uh, with caution, yes. you know, and, and I say, you know, you do, I, I said, you know, I'm, I'm a big proponent in putting volunteer work in because oh, yeah. that's a, that's a great way to show additional expenses or not expenses, knowledge and, and skills. Yeah. But you know, you, you just have to be careful because as we all know, there really is about 50 and 50, right. you know, it's go, go back and forth. But so if you, you know, you have to be careful that, you know, cause you like these 50, but you right. don't want to totally alienate these 50. So it's okay to say, you know, I was the chief campaign manager for, you know, whoever's candidate or campaign and, but not going to detail. Um, but, you know, and, and, but you're, you're then, as you were saying, you're not going to be posting about it. Right. You know, and, and it is tricky because, you know, it is business, you know, and, you know, I, I might, you know, now, you know, maybe I've got an event coming up featuring a candidate who's speaking. Okay. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, it's politics on LinkedIn is a very tricky thing. And, and that really comes back to what do you want to see? 
Right. You know? And and we definitely don't go on to LinkedIn to see stuff like that. Now, if it's, you know, say a business association who's having a candidate forum, mm-hmm. that's different. Right. But, you know, yeah, to, to just go on and do a pure political post or share a political article or something like that, it, oh, it's, it's touchy. And, you know, and, and, and I'll be honest, you know, in many cases, uh, religion is the same. Oh, you know, yeah, and, absolutely. And, you know, and, 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 and it's more, I, I kind of, I always think, well, there, you know, there is a place for that. And hello, that's called Facebook. Right. Um, but, you know, I just always, you know, if you're, it's, it's kind of the thing, if you're at a business event, would mm-hmm. you tell the person you're talking to whatever it is you're about to share on LinkedIn? Yeah or no? And some people, some people are absolutely. Some people yeah. would. Yeah, some people. I mean, I've been in groups where people have said, you know, this is this is my, you know, this is my belief system, and mm-hmm. I only want to work with people who are right. in this belief system. And I say, I said, sure. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But I had a conversation with a gentleman, and he says, I refuse to work with. Um, and I'll just be straightforward. I mean, mm-hmm. he's a Christian guy, and he just said, mm-hmm. "I am Christian. I'm only working with Christians. I refuse right. to work with Muslims. I mm-hmm. refuse to work with Jews. I refuse to work mm-hmm. with these people. I refuse." That's to his work. personal preference. That's perfectly fine, you know. But I, I, I just left the conversations. I totally understand your point mm-hmm. of view. Right. I would just like to leave mm-hmm. you with one last perspective, and I just want you to understand that um, Jewish people, Muslim people, and Christian people all have the same God. We just have a different rule book. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it's all the same God, mm-hmm. Muhammad and Abraham mm-hmm. and Jesus all, will, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, right. and then, you know, you kind of get this deer in the headlights look and it's like, all right, but I'm still only working with yeah. Christians. Like, right. okay, cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've, my, my company name is wise women communications. I have had, I mean, you know, I've had this company almost 25 years. Mm-hmm. I have people ask, does that mean I'll only work with women? And I tell them, I'm sorry, a man's money is just as green. Right. You know, it's just, and, you know, but could I say I only want to work with women? Sure. Yep. You know, and, and, you know, but, but that's, that would be part of my marketing. And, and, you know, I've had guests on the, this program before who have very clearly said, I want to work with women entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. That's great. That is their niche. That's their market. So whether it's that, you know, and, and what I tell them is be very clear. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, you're not going to have any hurt feelings, any, any people claiming bias, any of that, you know, now, of course it does get a little touchy if you're eliminating a religious group and ethnicity, you know, right. all those various things. I mean, you know, so you, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it, it well, it's and a it's marketing your, fun. It's your business <laughs> and your prerogative on how you want to do things, right. but you know, you just never know, mm-hmm. um, you know, oh, who, yeah going to insult or who you're going to, you know, mm-hmm. negate doing business mm-hmm. with. And, you know, the reality is, is you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of running your own business. Right. Now take, take that same mindset. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, let's say your business is not working so well. Mm-hmm. And you have to go get that four letter word that mm-hmm. really only has three letters. It's mm-hmm. a J O B. Mm-hmm. And you take, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you take that mindset and you go work for mm-hmm. somebody else and you try that stuff. You ain't going to last long. No, no. You know, and, or worse, you know, maybe you've, you've, you've decided, well, okay, you know, sure. I only worked with women in the past, but Ooh, I guess I'm going to have to work with men. That comes back to exactly what we're saying. Trust, you know, people are going to look at that and go, well, wait a minute. You've always said, you know, that that you would only work with women entrepreneurs and now 90% of your clientele are men. Mm -hmm. Hmm. 
you know, and yeah, it's a, well, it's I just when, go work at McDonald's. <laughs> well, you can, yeah. As a matter of fact, and uh, you know, new laws, you might make fifteen bucks an hour now. This is true. Where you live, yeah. So you know, and so, get free French fries. That's true. Yeah, and and supposedly you get a free college education and become oh, cool. Know. Yeah, they all the advertising that they do. Oh, I know. No, so yeah, it's you know, marketing. Here's the thing I want people to think about. You know, marketing is really super super simple. Mm-hmm. It's not. It seems it complicated, but it's not. Well, we overcomplicate yes. it because of B-sauce, mm-hmm. you know, which is bright shiny object syndrome. Mm-hmm. It's like, and I've seen this over the course of the last, I would say, probably the last five years, mm-hmm. 2015 to 2020. You know, there's been this barrage of things. The next best thing, you know, mm-hmm. get on YouTube. And you see these all the time mm-hmm. on the internet marketing space mm-hmm. is like YouTube riches, Instagram success stories. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you know, how to make a million off of, you know, text messaging and, you know, yada, yada. It's all of these, you know, little itty bitty tactics. You know, mm-hmm. it's a tactic, 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 and how I made a million. And usually the only person that makes a million is the people selling the program, not mm-hmm. the people. Right. Um, because he missed something. So here's here's marketing 101. And this is why I love the B2B space more than I do the consumer space. The B2B space is super simple. You can do this in the consumer space, but it's a little harder. Mm-hmm. And that is if you can identify who your perfect customer is. And that's that's where it really starts is who is your ideal customer. And I, I know my ideal customer because I have them. Right. I can I could sit here, you know, his name is you know, Bill or Fred or whatever it is. And Bill and Fred work for a company that make X amount of dollars. They have this many salespeople. They have no marketing department. They have these needs and this is what they want to accomplish. And this is how we can do it. I mean, I know Mm -hmm. exactly who they are and what they look Mm -hmm. like. So that's number one. Right. And if you can't do that, folks, now is a great time to make a resolution that you're going to keep. And that's figure that out. Right. Yeah, once you can identify that, you can meld it a little to the left, a little to the right. Mm-hmm. You know, you can, you know, there's going to be some differences in some of those clients. But once you have that down, then you could say, okay, what are the things that I can solve for them that they can't do for themselves? Or maybe even somebody else who does what I do can't do. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I see this all the time. Um, being in business, I've been in the marketing business, Deb, I'm going to date myself. I'm old. No, you started when you were just a wee little pup. I started at 18 years old. Mm. All right. This marks 42 years I've been doing this. Wow. Yeah, 42 years. Back when I first started, there was no internet. Mm -mm. Al Gore had not invented it yet. No, he had not. He had not. And the book of face was just a pipe dream and all mm-hmm. these things. There was nothing there. So we had to kind of rely on these tactics, mm-hmm. um, which meant doing things like getting together and sitting down and talking mm-hmm. and picking up the phone. And we didn't have the megalomalls at that point. Mm-hmm. So people were coming to downtown Wheaton or downtown whatever, you mm-hmm. know, small town to buy their shoes, to get their cakes, mm-hmm. to buy their clothes, to do all this other stuff. I mean, you had Kmart. Mm-hmm. You know, and a little bit of mall stuff, right. but not like they are now. Mm-hmm. You know, so it really was all built around relationships. Mm-hmm. 
And so what everybody's trying to do in, in the big world is circumvent the relationship side of things. They want to automate. I mean, giving, me, mm-hmm. giving a speech in a couple of weeks and it's on AI and MA. And mm-hmm. AI is artificial intelligence mm-hmm. since MA is marketing automation. Mm. One of the things that I've learned is that, you know, there are people out there that are really good readers and that, you know, that, um, you know, maybe $1,500 on an online course and three books. And now they are a marketing expert after they were doing financial planning, you know, three months ago. Mm-hmm. That happens all the time. I mean, right. it's just like all of a sudden I'm, a, you know, I'm a marketing expert. Look at me, watch my stuff, do this, do that. Um, when in reality, what they're really good is parroting what they've heard, but they're not great at critical thinking, new mm-hmm. things. You know, so what I've done in in the course of this time is is always incorporate the basics. Where you know, this, the first thing I look at is I go and look and say, okay, with these this this perfect avatar, what are the basic things that they're not doing, and what bright shiny objects have they latched themselves to that are costing them way too much time, mm-hmm. way too much money, and not getting them results? Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten. I find that the first thing I have to do is remove things before I inject things. Right. And that's where the difference between somebody who comes in who, who has not been in this space for a long time, the first thing you're going to do, oh, you, you just need to stop, you know, do this. Mm-hmm. Just do more of this and don't worry about it. Just keep doing, just do this, you know, as you, do, more, do more of what I do well mm-hmm. and you'll be successful. When in reality, it's basically just putting perfume on a pig because what they're doing mm-hmm. is they're shooting themselves in the foot by mm-hmm. doing something that they should not be doing right. first, you know? So, so that really becomes the, the point of you understand your avatar, you look at that customer and say, what can I do for them? Mm-hmm. And then the bottom line is you've got to figure out, and this is the hardest part of it is, am I a good fit for them and be honest with yourself? Mm-hmm. Right. Because there are definitely times where that answer is no. Right. And you have to be willing to be the one to say no. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think we're a good fit. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I can't help you. Right. I know your money is green and you have a Mm -hmm. lot of it and you want to throw it at me, but I got to say no. Mm -hmm. The minute you start saying yes to those kind of things, Mm -hmm. what you're going to do is get into a spiral of you're going to keep trying to please something that cannot be pleased. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to try to fix something that cannot be fixed. That maybe can be, but you're not the right fit for it. So the key thing is you have to look for number one, know who that perfect person is. Number two, understand the problem really well. And then number three, you have to say, can I be successful? Mm -hmm. Can I be successful at that? And you've got to be, and this is where you got to be honest with yourself. This is where masterminds are good. This is where Mm -hmm. coaches are good. You know, you have to ask those questions and you have to get somebody who can see the forest for the trees Mm -hmm. to answer it with and for you. And so if the answer is not an astounding yes, then don't do it. Mm -hmm. And, that, and that's essentially all it boils down to. We, if you can help a client be successful, then you will be in a great place because they will refer you to other people. Mm-hmm. And here's, here's one of the, the tricks that I've, I've discovered that really works well for me. And that it's really simple. And I, I've been in business for 42 years. I've done everything. I've done the contracts. I've done the retainers. I've done, you, you name it, anything you could possibly mm-hmm. imagine I've done. But right now, the way I work is I walk into somebody and I say, look, here's Bob Mine. I'm, I'm going to work with you. This is after I've gone through that litmus test. Right. I, Made sure I, that it's the good fit, all that. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and that I you tell can them, help them. Mm-hmm. Right. I tell them right up front. I say, here's the deal. I'm going to work with you. I'm asking you to commit to me for three months. Mm-hmm. 
it's going to take at least that long to determine, you know, right. to get things. I mean, it's one mm-hmm. is first get them to stop doing what they're doing. Number two, develop a plan. Number three, start implementing the plan. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just going to take that long to make things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's the deal. I'm going to charge you month to month. If you're happy with what I do, then you pay the bill at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to bill you again. And if you're happy with what I do, you pay mm-hmm. the bill at the end of the month. I'm going to do it again. And we get to that third month. If you want me to continue, I'll bill you again. Mm-hmm. If you don't want me to continue, we'll stop. Mm-hmm. If at any time you're dissatisfied with what I've done and you've paid me, I'll give you that last check back. Mm-hmm. No questions asked. You mm-hmm. tell me I'm unhappy, here's your money back. To this day, because I've followed all of those steps, I've not had a single person mm-hmm. never pay a bill and they all keep coming back and saying, mm-hmm. keep billing me, keep billing right. me, keep billing me. What happens with the other, you know, a lot of times people will come in and do these year-long contracts or quarterly retainers. Mm-hmm. And the first question I get asked when I go into a lot of these companies is, you know, they pulled this document out, it's about this thick, you know, mm-hmm. and they say, can you tell me what I'm getting for my money? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they don't, they clearly don't understand it. Right. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, what they're trying to do is justify their existence. Mm-hmm. You know, so they'll tell you what you want to hear. They'll mm-hmm. work in your echo chamber. Right. You know, they'll basically say, hey, you know, let me, let me open up your mm-hmm. Google Analytics and show you much, how much traffic mm-hmm. you have. And this is a classic example. Mm-hmm. Um, one company, 3,000 hits a month. Right. You know, and all and of then, of course, the next question should be, and? Right. Well, and then, you know, then all of a sudden I come in and the traffic drops down to 2000. They say, well, you know, you're not doing a great job. Yeah. What the heck? And and I go and I show them, I say, okay, well, here's why. Mm -hmm. You know, the reason is, is because those 3000 hits that you're getting per month. Okay. The amount of people spending 10 seconds or less on your website is 2800. Okay. The amount of people spending any time uh, digging into your website and actually doing something and being active and potentially giving you money is 200. Mm-hmm. All right. What we've done is we've stopped paying for all those things that are attracting mm-hmm. those 2,800 people right. mm-hmm. and the traffic has gone down to 2000. Mm-hmm. All right. But the number of people spending time on your mm-hmm. site has now gone up to 500. Mm-hmm. So we've actually, you know, doubled, mm-hmm. you know, 250%. We double and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, the amount of people that are interested in your business by decreasing the amount that you're spending mm-hmm. on just driving a bunch of tire kickers to your right. website. Right. Have, and then I asked them flat out, have you seen the increase in sales? And it's like, well, well I, yeah. I think so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> track know. that. We need to track that too. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but, that, but the bottom line is mm-hmm. once they, you know, but the other companies mm-hmm. are going to show them just, hey, look mm-hmm. at the amount of traffic you've got. Right. You've got 3,000 people coming here doesn't matter that 2,800 of those 3,000 people mm-hmm. never look at anything past, you mm-hmm. know, 10 seconds. Right. So, you know, and, and I like month to month. I do month to month also. And, you know, and, and, and of course we're not just saying, okay, for this, you know, you're going to pay us a thousand dollars. I mean, I tell them what I'm doing, you know, right. I will do this and this and this and this because Nobody wants to be taken advantage of, you know, right. we don't, you know, you don't want to say, okay, you know, for example, I do social media posting. And so, you know, I tell them I do X number per week and, you know, which that's just good for everybody. You know, they're not coming back to me saying, well, we thought you do five times that much or worse, we're only going to give you content to do half, right. um, you know, and, and so it's, it's, you know, you want to explain those things and, and then if they say, okay, we want to double that. Then, then we have the discussion about increasing the fee. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and is it a one-time thing because you've got a special event? Sure. Then you know, and and, and all these things. And um, but 
yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan of, of the long retainers also, unless it is something that, that I know. So like say a website, you know, that's going to take three months to develop. Right. Okay. You know, that, that's very different, but for a service like you and I provide, yeah. I mean, once a month is great. And you know, it, well, and even, it's funny because I'll you even know, do the same thing with the website though, mm-hmm. because oh, yeah. here, mm-hmm. herein lies the problem is I can quote a website and I say, it's mm-hmm. going to take, Mm-hmm. three months to do this, I'm right. going to break it out into three month chunks. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say, okay, the first month you are going to pay me mm-hmm. for no matter what, mm-hmm. because I'm going to sit here and I'm going to design. Yes. Yeah, that's the, the, and because that's the bulk of the work. Right. And mm-hmm. you're going to, you're going to pay me period. Mm-hmm. Okay. The second month is when you're going to have to get me content. We're going to have to work together mm-hmm. and figure it out. Right. And if you don't get me what I mm-hmm. need, then I'm stopping at that point, mm-hmm. you know, right. so I still take it at that, you know, that mm-hmm. way of doing things. Because if they can't live up to their end of the bargain, mm-hmm. we're not going to end up with success. Right. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that's another thing of, of doing that upfront, you know, evaluation of a client is, can I trust the client mm-hmm. to live up to their end of the ball? Right. Right. You know, and, and that's one of the trickiest things because, you know, as in, in our position, we want the money. Let's be honest. Yeah. I have these bills that I have to pay. Right. Um, but if, if they're not going to to see this as a partnership, which it really should be, right. you know, then it's not going to work. You know, if, if I tell them, okay, I need you to provide me with posts for every single day, and but I can tell that they're going to say, well, um, I'm only going to send you once a week. Okay, then then I then I decide I'm either going to adjust or say no. You know, mm-hmm. and and if I tell them, okay, we're only doing once a week. Yeah, but that then comes back to: Am I even going to think once a week? And you know, we're talking about you know posting on social media. You know, but you know, if it, I'm once a week is probably not going to be satisfactory. Mm-hmm. So then that might be the point where I say, "Sorry, this isn't for us." Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and 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 so it, it's it's interesting because I think so many people don't remember that you know a good portion of this is the upfront work. You know, it is the determining is this a good fit. Um, you know, figuring all these things out. You know, I was talking to somebody one time who was telling me they had hired somebody, um, and and they were in in Denver. They hired a firm in New York. Nobody had any communication then after that. You know, mm-hmm. and, and she's saying, I just don't like their posts that they're doing for my business. Okay. So I looked, well, she was a baker mm-hmm. and they, you know, when I said, so what, what don't you like? And she said, well, look, they did all this stuff about wedding cakes. I said, she said, we don't do wedding cakes. <laughs> and I, I said, did you tell them that? Oh no, we don't communicate with them. And, you know, and then, you know, there was another one where they posted, you know, like I said, they're in Denver. They posted about the big snowstorms. Well, it hadn't snowed in Denver. You know, and, and so that's, that's part of that ongoing, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and I told her, I said, you need to get out of this. If you're not going to have communication with these folks and they're not going to understand your business, then this, I said, it's harming you because you're getting calls for, for, for wedding cakes and you're having to turn them away. And then people are like, well, why should I want you to do anything? That comes back to that whole trust thing. You know, and, and so when you're in an arrangement with somebody, it is very much, I told somebody yesterday, one of my clients said, hey, you know, this was great. I like that you did that. My response to her was one word, teamwork. Right. She had sent me the content that then made the great post, you right. know, and, and that's, that is really what it all comes down to is how are you going to work all those details out? 
Well, and this is this is a true story, and I, I give speeches to sea level people all the time because I speak at like Vistage and mm-hmm. conferences and things of this nature, and you know, it gets a little adversarial sometimes mm-hmm. because right. they've they've been programmed. Mm-hmm. A certain way. Mm-hmm. Even I got a brand new client. The new client came to me and says, you know, I want to hire you to do SEO. And I said, why do you want to do SEO? He says, mm-hmm. well, I went to this webinar and they told me about all the benefits of doing SEO mm-hmm. for B2B. And I go, okay, well, and? I'm here and mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you that it ain't going to work. Mm-hmm. He goes, what do you mean it ain't going to work? I said, it ain't going to work. Why isn't it going to work? Well, mm-hmm. it's pretty straightforward. When you do SEO for B2B, you cannot get detailed enough and there's not enough searches to make SEO worth your while. Mm-hmm. I mean, you sell a, you know, a seventh, eighth uh, inch, uh, three quarter screw. All right. And when somebody types that in, you know, how do you differentiate between yours, which is outsourced to this other company that mm-hmm. is nickel plated and all these other things? Nobody's going to go in and say, I need this outsourced nickel plated right. seven days inch screw mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's going to cost me less than 50 degrees. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to get that detail. And so, but if you just want to say I sell screws, now you're going head to head with every hardware chain right. in the world. And now you can't win that battle because mm-hmm. you don't have enough money to throw at it. Mm-hmm. And you can't get detailed enough to be able to get the people there. How about if you say, you write an article about what happens when your seventh, eighth gen screw breaks. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Right. And how you fix it. Mm-hmm. Where do you replace it? Right. So, you know, he goes, well, yeah, mm-hmm. I could do that, but that's a lot of work. Well, yeah. <laughs> but if you want to reach the people with mm-hmm. broken seventh, eighth inch screws, mm-hmm. that's how you do it. Right. And, and he's probably t- had a conversation exactly like that with somebody. Right. At least once. Right. And that's the whole thing. So a lot of this is untraining people. What other people are teaching them is wrong. Right. You know, and, and one guy uh, at one of the speeches that I gave, and this is, this was rude of me, but I was just at one of those points where, you know, I, I'm just going to tell it like it is. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, I got done with this whole presentation of why you cannot outsource relationships, you know, on LinkedIn, you can go on LinkedIn, you can connect with everybody you want, but if somebody wishes you a happy birthday, go back and just say, thanks. Mm-hmm. It's not that hard. Even a button that just says that. Right. You know, so it, the end result with it is you cannot outsource relationships. Mm-hmm. If you want to win in business, you got to remember a lot of people think it's B2B, business to business, mm-hmm. business, but that's why I call it H2H. It's mm-hmm. human to human. No company has ever bought anything mm-hmm. unless they've set up an automatic payment on a credit card. Right. But a person still was part of that process. Right. Somebody had to enter the PO. Mm -hmm. Somebody had to enter the credit card. And the bottom line is in B2B, you don't want to get fired. Mm -hmm. So everything you're doing is there is to stay in your job, maybe get promoted, not get fired. That's Mm -hmm. the mentality behind it. So the CEO says to me after I finish this whole thing, I say, you cannot outsource relationships because you're dealing with people. Mm Mm-hmm. And he said to me, you know, I ain't got time for all that. I'm just so busy. I mean, I'm a CEO. You know, I hire people to do mm-hmm. that stuff. And, you know, they take care of all my social media for me. And I don't have to worry about a thing. And I just looked at them straight in the eye and say, so do you outsource your, you know, taking your wife to dinner too? Well, oh, 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 oh. Oh, <laughs> You know, and of course, you know, he's very angry. Mm-hmm. But everybody else in the room just went, whoa, did he really say that? Mm-hmm. Now, I will never sell that man. No. I know that. Yeah, I, he's, he is not a person you want to work with. You knew that within five seconds of his I conversation. Knew five, yeah, I knew within five mm-hmm. seconds because he has already made his mind mm-hmm. up that it will not work. 
Yep. But what I did is I used him to let the other people mm-hmm. in the room know two right. things. Number one, you count on Sawyer's relationships and B, I'm going to mm-hmm. tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. And out of that group of people, there was somebody who actually did work with me because mm-hmm. of what I said. Right. Yeah. So you sometimes know, you got to take chances. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Right. You know, and, and yeah, it, it comes back to, you know, it, we are eliminating people that, you know, it's just not going to work. And, and that is hard, especially when we have bills to pay, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and whether you're just starting out in business or you've been doing this a long time, you, you still have bills to pay. Um, right. Doesn't matter what you're doing. You have bills to pay, um, you know, and, and so you're thinking, I can probably work with them. I mean, one of the most telling features in the world is if, if, they're, you know, if your caller ID pops up with their name, are you going to answer? Right. You know, now I'm not talking about midnight or, you know, anything like that. And and now, and now actually for those, I really am going to answer because that's probably an emergency. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, if your first thought is, then, you know, if you're in that agreement, get out of it as fast as you can. Because mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, if, if you're saying, they're saying also, and mm-hmm. that's just not going to be good for, for anything. Um, you know, and, 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 you know, it, it, it it's it's exactly what we were saying at the start. It's that trust. You mm-hmm. know, are you going to trust the the person that says, "Well, the meat's okay." I mean, it's like that commercial. You know, yeah. the doctor's okay, just yeah. okay. Guess who got reinstated? <laughs> Almost. <laughs> yeah. You know, and and yeah, and so is that. And and let's be honest. Do we want to be the type of service provider that if somebody says, "What is it like to work with Brian?" Somebody mm-hmm. says, "Well, he's okay." Yo, no, we want to be, um, he is a rock star and you can't hire him because I'm taking, no, he has no time because he's working with me. Um, you know, it, but and it's very yeah, true. Yeah. You know, we, we want to be the person and, and it, it is going to be making some hard decisions. You know, it's going to mm-hmm. be the eliminating people. You know, maybe you're saying, okay, well, I'm not going to deal with, you know, people that are, you know, I, I deal with people in a specific age demographic because of, of what I do. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's saying, you know what? For me, communicating to 20-year-olds is just not, you know, and that's okay. You know, but if somebody says, what do you mean you don't deal, you know, okay, you know, they're just not my market. They're not going to buy what my clients are selling. Right. So why waste my time with them? No, I agree. And, and so that, you know, when we sit down and kind of go full circle with this whole thing, you know, social media building trust, I mean, I just went back and redid my website. Mm-hmm. This is the, the the very first thing I did on January 1st when everybody's off and I took the day. Actually, it started beforehand, but I just went through the website and mm-hmm. said, okay, does this match who I am, mm-hmm. the client I want, what I provide, mm-hmm. the price range, mm-hmm. and the services that I want to mm-hmm. sell this year? And if it doesn't, delete it and yeah. rewrite it. And mm-hmm. that's exactly what I did. Mm-hmm. So make sure that you go through your own marketing mm-hmm. material and sit here and say, number one, mm-hmm. does it instill trust? Mm-hmm. Number two, does it talk to that perfect avatar? And number three, does it really get across the value that I can bring to those people mm-hmm. without being all salesy, salesy mm-hmm. in your face, wee, wee, weeing all over yourself? Right. You know, and, and, you know, to come back full circle, I think that is probably one of the biggest problems that we're still seeing with Facebook is people are still buy from me, buy from me, buy from me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to stop and read a post that's got a great headline, a great image and great content. 
if it sells me something, that's great. But I'm mm-hmm. not going to go there, you know, which, you know, now we have this whole thing with cookies where, you know, I've been off in, in you know, Mr. Google and I've been looking at right. something and then I go to Facebook and whoop, there goes an ad for it. And then I'm like, nope, hide, nope, hide. Um, or I do it on purpose because then I don't have to search as hard. It's going to come mm-hmm. up in Facebook. Um, but, you know, it, it comes back to, you know, we've, we've said it a couple times, relationship. Right. You know, you, we have to, and, and, you know, even if, if it's the big box stores, I mean, you know, we pick Walmart over Best Buy over this, over that for a variety of reasons, but somewhere in there is they treated me nice. They treated me poorly, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and yeah, it's, it's about relationships. And if that's on Facebook, it, you know, it really does need to be on LinkedIn. Hello. Hello. Needs to be on LinkedIn. You know, or maybe it's that you've gone back to <gasps> direct me. I love direct mail. Nobody gets direct mail anymore. So they stand out. Um, but it's got to be yours. You know, right. it, 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 you know, I know money mailers do things, but nah, send your own piece. Right. You know, and for heaven's sakes, folks, no matter what, no matter what, you have to have your own website. This mm-hmm. is not, hey, I'm going to tag on to somebody else's. Agreed. 100% on every single point. See, that's why we get along. Um, well, I cannot wait to have you on again when you have your new book out because Thank it's you. it's going to be fabulous, um, you know, and 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 it's just great content. But until then, how do people find you and connect with you online? Online, yeah. <laughs> Easiest way is just spell my name into the Google machine. Yes, Mister Google. That's right. It's B R I A N B A S. I-L-I-C-O. Just search Brian Basilico. You'll find me on social media. You'll find my websites. You'll find everything about me. And that way, if you want to connect up with me, you connect up with me the way you're most comfortable. Right, right. And ooh, wouldn't it be fun if we got some new mas- new people in our mastermind group? That'd be fun. That would be awesome, yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and, and it really is, you know, I, I've said, you know, Brian is my friend. Brian is a mentor, trusted advisor, all those things, mentor groups, whether it's this one or another one, hello, something you need to be doing, especially if you're a sole proprietor, because we sit here in these rooms all by ourselves. You know, we talk to the cat, the cat doesn't talk much, Um, you know, and and so it's very important that we have someone that we can have that honest conversation with who might say, you're going down the wrong way. No, don't do that. Or say, oh my God, this is great. You know, keep, keep up with this. Um, that's what those type of, of relationships are for. And it's back to that relationship and trust. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that's what Ugg said to Gug back in caveman days. You know, it was all about trust. Hasn't changed. You know, and, and so your yep. resolution, and not if you choose to accept, your resolution for the year is trust, build relationships, you know, do all of those things and your business will be successful, which is the best we can hope for. Amen, sister. Preach it. Preach it. (laughs) Well, I am Deb Creer. As always, I've been having an absolutely wonderful time with Brian Basilico. Can't have had a better way to start the year. Can't wait to talk about your new book. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.